Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Post to Post Podcast. With me, as always, is Chris Ronan. How you doing, buddy? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm loving this weekend so far with the IHF uh, World Juniors. Finally got some hockey to watch. It's oh, good, isn't it? It feels... It's a beautiful thing. So good. My my soul is... It feels replenished yeah. after watching a few games. Uh, so let's, let's jump right into it, I guess. Uh, yeah. The past, there's three games last night, uh, a few games tonight that we're watching currently live. Uh, so, you know, never know, through this podcast, we might be screaming at the laptop, we might be screaming, yeah, you never know. But uh, <laughs> let's see, what what uh, what games were you watching last night? I actually watched uh, all of the first two games, and sadly I fell asleep before the uh, USA-Russia game ended. I probably watched like the whole first period, though. Um but yeah, the Slovakia Switzerland one was was really nice to watch. A one nothing final in that game. I I yeah, I, I loved it. I loved uh, Simone Latkotsi. That the name is just mm. it, I said it right. Yeah, it's nuts. Lat, yeah, Latkotsi. Latkotsi. I don't I, know. I loved watching him. He's a, a little uh, small goalie, but like he plays big, which is what I've I've realized uh, after watching him for a bit. He's only five ten. But like in my notes, say he plays like he's six five, just small guy. But like, make sure he he takes up enough space to uh, really get the shooters to uh, get it right out of his chest. Um, so other than playing incredible, he's also a very flexible. He's very sorry, very flexible for a small goalie. Uh, I've seen him do a lot of split saves, and which is you don't see that much with small goalies. Sometimes they you don't think so. Do you see what I'm seeing, dude? Canada 15 to 1 against Germany right now. My goodness, dude. My goodness. <laughs> oh my, my god. god. What's still what? 13 minutes left in the third period right oh now? Oh my god. They, they I'm s- sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, that's, that's fine. Wild. They scored twice in like less than a minute. Yeah. I was like, you were upstairs. And I was like, I can't believe it. This is brutal. Is Jonas Gare still in net? Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh they only have two god. goalies, and they pulled the last one maybe after like six or seven. Uh. Oh, I think it was after five. So these dudes let in ten. God. And but, the worst uh, part is, I have some good notes for Team Germany, especially the goalies, but, like... I, oh, they're oh, pissed, too. Yeah, That's the mad. captain. Oh, God. Just they, uh, foot on the gas. Canada's fucking stepping on their throats. Oh, God. 15 it's, goals on 33 shots for Canada. That's insane. We just talked about that. Uh, before then, we we're, were talking, they scored half their shots. Yeah, it's nuts. And that insane? Oh, my it's God. Terrible. Yeah, so uh, be prepared for updates like that because yeah. we get the game on right now. <laughs> we might not say too much more about this game. Maybe yeah. we'll just give you the final yeah. uh, goal tally. Germany for the comeback, you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That's brutal. <laughs> what do you do as a coach? Uh, dude, the captain looks like he's more pissed than the coaches. Like, the coach can't really do anything at this point. It's yeah. just they're it's just all classed. Like, I don't know. Just just figure things out. Try to, try to uh, not let them in. Oh my god! I gotta stop watching this. Yeah, right. I'm looking over there, <laughs> watching. watches. That's okay. brutal. Next so, game, uh, we got we got uh, one to nothing. Slovakia beat Switzerland. They had 32 shots on goal to Switzerland's 28. Um, if you ask me, I think Switzerland just had too many penalties. They they spent most of their time killing this game. Um, they just need to be more disciplined. And I mean, one note that I have about the World Juniors in general: all these European teams, they just pass like crazy, man. They play it like a soccer match. It's insane. They work that puck around like and, way more than the NHL. And you were talking about how they're slapping the stick. Like we don't see that much in the NHL, but a lot of the guys are slapping the stick on the ice, saying, "Hey, pass it to yep, me," yep. you know, get it going. You don't see it much, so it's kind of funny. Uh, it wouldn't say funny, but kind of weird. From our perspective, from the NHL, seeing those Euro guys doing something totally different from what we're used to seeing. Yeah, and I mean, in the NHL, it's literally like frowned upon. Like if you if you slap so your stick slap your and stick. you're and you're like one of the, like your first, second, third year in the in the show, the guys will be like, "Buddy, yeah, I'm not. Don't ever fucking do that to me again." <laughs> <laughs> so the Swiss goalie that we're talking about is Thibaut Fatten. Fatone, Fatten. Is that what I want to say? Uh, anyway, so and then we're talking about again uh, the Slovakia goalie Simone Latkusi. Uh, great game for both of them. I mean, Slovakia won one nothing. It was a very fun game to watch was, too. That was one of the better games to watch mm-hmm. for me. Um, and so I don't know much, not much really to say about that. Um, I can't wait for the next game again. Both goalies really good. The team it was just a great game to watch. I know it was one nothing, but it was one of those games where like you didn't need goals to get entertained by watching them. Yeah, for sure. And that that's what I I think happens when you pass like crazy. You play it like a soccer match. You get a one nothing game like a soccer match. Yep, you know exactly. Like uh, how about that Lakatsi uh, glove save though? That was sick, oh, right? Oh my god, unreal. He came across. He he was down and out. Yeah, especially for push. a small goalie, came across, gloved it. 
beautiful. I uh, I saw him. I follow him on Instagram, and like it must have been like right after the game. He's like, "All right, TSN, I know you got this up there," and just like reposted it. <laughs> I'm like, it's such a goalie move Legend, to do. Dude. Be like, Legend. I know I made that six save. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got Germany versus Finland that happened last night. Right after uh, Switzerland. Uh, so yeah, right after Switzerland and Slovakia, Finland wins it five to three. Uh, a lot of goals, but uh, what was your take on it? Uh, just lackluster defense by Germany. Finland really had them hammered in their zone. 50 shots to their 22. Um, did you see that end-to-end play by Lambert? He comes all the way down the ice. He burns like four German players and then uh, gets in there. And I think the goalie was Arno Tiefensee. Tiefensee. He uh, he really just stayed with the puck, tracked it well. Nice glove save. Yeah, if you pay attention, he's on the bench somewhere in that game. Yeah. You know, just, just pulled. I don't know. I mean... Uh, it, it's crazy looking at this and seeing Canada 15 to Germany's one and Finland's five to three. Like I kind of thought, oh my god! I kind of <laughs> thought, I kind of thought Finland would give Germany a run for their money in this in this division because uh, the way they have the the group set up, Group A, just so we have this too, right. is uh, Canada, Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, and Germany. So out of that grouping, Canada and Finland are really the only two strong competitors. And then in Group B, we have Russia, Sweden, USA, Czech Republic, and Austria. They broke these divisions up really well because in that group, I'd say it's really Russia and the U.S. Right. And uh, we'll, we'll be getting into that game later on. But I, I just I, – Germany, 5-3 to three against Finland. That's a, that's a really good showing. It's a really good show. And now they have this. And now imagine when Canada plays Finland, what's going to happen. Oh, my you know? God. It's going to be insane. I, uh, There's Stutzel right. breaking his stick. I like that guy, Stutzla. Mm. He pl- he's played really well uh, against Finland. Uh, we're going to talk about his uh, hockey – Hockey stick there, the taping that he has on his blade. Yeah, that was funky, huh? That's not something you see every day. No. So basically, like what? The whole bottom and top of his like blade has no tape. No. Just the toe and then the center. Yeah, it's just the toe, and then he's got like right in the center, just like a little slab on there, like for the puck. Hmm. And kind of weird to see. I think I liked most what (laughs) the most I liked about that was a little, a little close up of uh, the skates that they have. That I still love. The, like the the flags they have on this. Yeah, game. he was rocking I think those. It looks so sick. Um, but anyway, before the game, Germany and Finland, we talked about uh, who's going to win. You had Finland. I had Germany. Oh, this uh, game. Yes, I'm sorry. For, yeah. I, I going back. I had Switzerland over Slovakia too, and that was a close one. But I did have Finland in this game. Yep. And uh, I thought Germany would, you know, pull something out, but they just looked so bad. I, I know the. I know it was five to three versus Finland, but. Uh, Finland, that entire game was did not let up with yeah, Germany. Yeah, they were all over him. They were all over him. Um, and speaking about Arno Tiefensee, uh, I have notes on here that says, uh, "Where is he? He fifty shots with forty five saves. Uh, like that's huge. He had a rough, rough start in that game, which caused such such a high uh, high goals for." Um, uh, Finland. Sorry. Yeah, a couple softies, right? Yeah, a couple softies that he shouldn't have let in. Uh, I still think he came into that game not mentally prepared that Finland was just going to come light him up. Um, so, but with that said, he played really well. And so after that game, you know, I took down a note that says, you know, if he came into the next game mentally prepared, you know, and came in warmed up, ready for this game, especially against Canada, against Canada maybe yeah. he can, like, help out. Nope. He got pulled yeah, five almost goals, instantaneously five goals off this in, game, yeah. so <clears throat> just don't don't pay attention to my notes because obviously I was wrong. It, it with was that. A, it was a good mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Finland really exposed Germany's defense. I felt that there was just a lackluster effort, and I mean you're seeing it here. Canada's just blowing them out because um, I think Tiefensee got pulled after five goals. Uh, and then by halfway through the second, it was seven to one, and now Canada's nine minutes left. They're up sixteen to one. So, right. I mean, right. it is what it is. It is. <laughs> it, it's just what it is. Yeah, and we, especially uh, in this home. game. Sorry, especially in this game, uh, the Canadian goalie Devin Levy. How many shots have he? How, how many shots has he faced? Sorry. Uh, eleven for Germany's shot. Eleven shots. So they're one for eleven. Oh, Canada's sixteen for thirty-six now. That is insane to yeah. me. That is insane. Well, I'm sorry. That is uh. You said you wanted Germany's shots? Uh, yeah, well, Germany and Canada, like, what's yeah. their shots? Yeah, yeah, but uh, so half of that's against the other guy, too, Tiefensee, you know? Because uh, so. in this game, we're mixing everyone up. With, with what right, we're right, about. we're bouncing around I keep looking it. over to that It's nice one. having live hockey, though. I yeah, mean, this is, this is it's great. It's gorgeous. It's what we love. Um, so 
another thing I wanted to add to that game, the five to three uh, Finland win, is that um, Kari uh, Pirinen let in three. He didn't face much shots or like anything in that game, really. That's like, a Finnish goalie. Ger- yeah, Germany like had a rough time, like really getting chances and take uh, having shots. He only faced twenty two shots and let in three, but I still. You know, I, I that's like that's something that you say and be like, oh yeah, it's just whatever. But in this level, especially like World Juniors, you know, you're at that age where like NHL contracts are coming your way, depending on like, uh, depending on how well you play, what teams are looking at you for. So at this level, uh, a lot of a, go- a lot of the goalies, especially me, when I was watching it, said, oh, he's just cold, like cold goalie. Maybe it just lets in a few that are stupid. But at this level. Cold is just a very poor excuse. You can sit, you can take no shots for two periods and then start like getting a few shots in third, but you have to be dialed in and ready in that third period to stop those shots, and he didn't do it. There was a, there was a couple, uh, one that I saw that was just like, it, it, he was in the RVH, and it just went like right under like his blocker, and I'm like, it's just very soft, should have been more solid, but uh, like again, we move on. It's the game happened, they won, you know, we move on. But, uh, so the next game was the one I know I was waiting for. I don't know if you were waiting for it, was uh, Russia versus USA. Uh, you watched that entirely? No, I watched the uh, the first period. It, w- it was a really good battle, though. I mean, there's no love lost between these two teams still. Like, years later after the Cold War, they just show up, and, and I mean, they just hate each other. I, I could see it on the ice, you I know? I love it. I love it. The it's first, good. It makes for a good game. The first actual night. And we got USA versus Russia. I couldn't. I couldn't wait for this game. We got goalie for the USA, which was Spencer Knight, and goalie for Russia, Yaroslav Askarov. Askarov, that entire game was fun as hell to watch. Yeah, he he's got to be the best goalie in this. Uh, I think they're the two best goalies two in the tournament. But the I think tournament. Askarov's number one by by quite a bit. For sure. The only problem with Askarov, as I was talking to you earlier, was uh, he's just a rebound machine. I, I I stole that from the announcers they had last night. But uh, they're right. Like he, he'll stop the puck, but like it just—he has a hard time gobbling it up, and it just comes right out. And I think USA just couldn't capitalize on that. There were a lot of missed open nets that they just hit the side of the net. They shot it wide, wide, you know, just over the net. So for Askarov, um, I mean, if he gets more dialed in, is able to gobble that puck up, I mean, for sure, number one goalie. Yeah. Um. So. I took a bunch of notes here, but it's mainly, I guess, plays to plays, but I did want to break some things down. Uh, Spencer Knight had a, I wouldn't say very rough night, but he had a rough start to this game, I guess. Yeah, I think this is another one where they had a few softies. Uh, USA put up 26 shots and Russia put up 24, mm-hmm. um, just so we have those numbers too. Yeah. Um, we we talked about earlier how there was no trapezoid. Uh, for the World Juniors. And some goalies are very comfortable going out and playing it, and some goalies are just having a rough time. It, Spencer Knight was one of those goalies that had a rough time, and Askarov was just a god when it came to him playing the puck. It seems like one of those things where um, they just had the they just showed a clip of the Edmonton Oilers' door was closing on Canada as they were walking out for the game. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Jesus, where were we going? Wow. You gotta stop. I, we gotta turn man. this off. We gotta turn this off. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So it seems like those European teams, uh, a lot of them want to utilize the goalie playing the puck. Like a soccer goalie, you pass it back to him, let him let him right. break it out for yeah. you, you know. And Askarov was comfortable and fresh doing it. And some of these goalies, like I think Germany let up two goals from behind their own net. The goalie went back to play, it slipped up, Canada picked it up and potted him. But uh US Spencer Knight had a couple fumbles too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spencer Knight. I, I talked about him being, like, uh, the talk, I mean, especially for USA, Spencer Knight, uh, BC kid, uh, great great goalie. I mean, he's got – it just might have been just a rough start. Uh, we'll see coming tonight, right? Uh, tonight he's playing. Yeah, he should go up. Oh, uh, while we're there, who do you have taking USA versus Austria? Uh, I got USA. What do you got for a score? Since, I mean, I think we're both taking USA. What do you think the score is going to be? Uh, it's not going to be like this game. No, I'll I, tell you that I, much. It could be. But who has Austria played yet? I don't think so. I think this is their first game. The first like legit game. No, no yeah, yeah, they played exhibition they matches. Played I exhibition bet. matches, yeah. Yeah, this is their first real game. What do you I'll, think? I'll still say USA is going to take it, and it might be a lot to a little, but I'll say I'll give it like I'll give it like five to one or something. like okay. that. like that kind of scoring. I was going to go six to two, six to three. Yeah, I'll probably go six two. So we're both in that little category. But anyway, let's get back to uh, last night. 
last night. Again, uh, Spencer Knight, uh, rough game. He got eventually got pulled. Dustin Wolf came in, and we got to see those beautiful uh, CCM access pads mm-hmm. in action. Uh, Spencer Knight, uh, definitely not used to playing the puck. Uh, the goal that he caused, um, the goal that I should say he let up uh, was the cause of him going out to play the puck toward the boards. He threw it up, and um, it was Ilya Safonov. You know, he just pretty much picked it up and threw it right threw into it the right empty in, net. Yeah. Gave it to and him. And that was the end of the night. But um, Dustin Wolf looked really good to back him up. I mean, uh, what was that? It was 4-2 to two at that point that he got. And then Dustin Wolf came in and uh, four to one, I think, he shut uh, the door after yeah. that. Um, I I got to say, uh, we're not going to talk about goalies. We're going to talk about number five, Jackson Lacombe <laughs> uh, from USA. You didn't watch much of that game, but, like, he screened Spencer Knight on one of the goals. He was doing like these just back passes that did not work, just letting up the puck. He, he was definitely like the worst player on USA. Anytime he had the puck or anything like something bad happened that game, you saw number five, Jackson Lacombe, on, on the ice, ice yeah. or he was part of it. And I was like, get this guy off the ice. I, I, I like, not screaming at the TV, but I was like, holy shit. Like, like why the fuck is he on this team? Could be an offensive defenseman, you know. That's becoming more and more common in the NHL. So they they groom a lot of those. So they're very those type of defensemen are very exposed when they're in their own defensive zone, mm-hmm. especially in the NHL. And now you look at a kid that's maybe 16, 17, 18 years old. You know, it's just gonna be even more highlighted. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, with that said. Uh, we got plenty of games going on tonight that we'll talk about next week. No, we uh, about so now? this is going to be all that we have on the World Juniors because today is Saturday the 26th. The World Juniors will be ending on Tuesday, January 5th, and that's when we'll be releasing next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's really – by the time we drop the episode, there's going to be the results and everything. We'll probably talk about it the following week and just recap, hey, this is who meddled, who meddled where, and how it went. Yeah. Um, one game that we didn't cover that was on earlier today – Sweden beat the Czech Republic 7-1. to I didn't expect that. I kind of expected Czech to pull that one off. Sweden had 41 shots to Czech Republic's uh, 25. Alnafelt looked pretty good. Uh, and the Czech Republic, Malik, just got roasted. Uh, <laughs> it was 2-1 to one halfway through the second, so uh, that's, that tells you that. Yeah, we Lots sh- of passing in that. We were shocked by this score. And then <laughs> Germany versus right, Canada, right. right? That was next. One thing I'm seeing with these Euros, too, is uh, I think – I forget what game it was – I think it was uh, U.S.-Russia, guys, in on a breakaway from Russia. He feels that de- defensive pressure on his back. I saw it in Sweden, too. The second that these Euros feel that, they're they're shooting. They're letting it go, and the goalie's not prepared for it because right. most guys in the U.S. will, in Canada, will fight that defenseman off and bring that puck in closer to get a move. Right. These guys are ready to rip it. They're just, yeah, they're just ready you know. to go. And um, Oh, that fifth goal uh, through the legs, too. Soderblom, yep. that was nasty. Uh, Sweden put one up. That uh, way, we'll try to get. Uh, we'll try to get a clip of that for everyone to see. That was mm-hmm. sick. It was. It was. It was in tight. That, it was. That play was in tight, and he was still able. He could have got buried doing it. it you know? He could have been, but again, like what you said, the guys are just trying to get it on net. Yeah, trying to score, and they're definitely doing it. And I think the Swedes. I mean, the shot total doesn't really show, but I think Czech couldn't really set up in their zone because Sweden was in their zone in all these highlights, you know. And Czech still got twenty five shots off, but I think they were all on the rush, and then. Just break it back out and set back up in their own zone. Mm-hmm. That's all I really have on that game, though. Hmm. Uh, and like again, we're, we're watching live the Germany versus Canada game, and that's just done. That's a blowout. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this game. I know it's crazy. <laughs> it's all. nuts. It's uh, what are the shots right now for 40, 41 to eleven? Oh, so God. it's getting better. Way to go, Germany! Yeah, good job, Germany. We were uh, yeah. How about good, that uh, that commercial? Defense. Did you see that USA hockey commercial? Oh my God! I, I was uh, I I tried to find it and send it to you right away after I watched it. It was and so good. They played it so many times too. There's no way. Like if you watch these games, you saw it. You it's saw hilarious. It. There's like uh, there's a commercial for Team USA. Oh, sorry, USA hockey. And uh, it's just called. It's called. It's just a game um, ad, and uh, it starts off a little kid in school, and uh, the dad is banging on the glass window in school. He's like, "Hey, you got this. You got this. You can do this." And then uh, the the whole thing is it switches to him, the dad at like a hockey rink banging on the glass. He goes, "You uh, what?" He goes uh, before they transition to that. It says you wouldn't do it here, like when he's it. outside the classroom. Yeah, you wouldn't do it here, so don't do it here. Yeah, relax. It's just a game. And I I love that right away. So years ago, I uh, there was a 
what are we talking? Uh, uh, you coach coaching, coaching uh, mites, right? Coaching mites. From what town, ago. Quincy? It was Quincy, yeah. I did it for like two years or so, but uh, the parents, I, I gotta tell you, the parents. It's a nightmare, dude. That's the worst part of the job. Nightmare. Worst part of the job. And I didn't know about that. I was the assistant coach, and it's any sport too. Like hockey, I think is really one of the worst, but it's any sport, man. It's my kid's not getting enough playing time. My kid's gonna go to the fucking show. I'm the man. My kid's awesome. I couldn't believe it. The, it's just a bunch of little kids, just like you know, playing hockey with their friends, you know, having a good time. And the coach that I had, I can't remember his name for life of me, but he was like, there were so many times where he, we'd be after the game or practice or whatever, he would make, force me to be outside the locker rooms and just keep the parents away. Nuts. Because the parents want to come in and, like, put in their two cents. He goes, no, I'm the coach. I'm talking to your kids about, you know, what we should work on, like, who did good, you know. And the, and the parents just want to be in it. I've had – I when we were talking – when after I saw this uh, commercial, I remember on – I wouldn't say a handful, like several occasions where, like, there'd be like a Saturday afternoon game or whatever, just like all the kids having fun. And parents would, like, walk up to the bench. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just sit down, or, like, sit down in the crowd, you know, watch your kid playing game. Like, why are you complaining about your little kid, like, sitting down for like two minutes or whatever? Just let you, him get the experience, let, you know? Exactly. And so I watching mean, this, I'm so glad they put this out because yeah. uh, hockey parents need to watch this and realize what they're doing is wrong. They need to sit down, relax, watch the kid play. Maybe, it, maybe as an adult after the game out in the parking lot, maybe sit like talk to the coach, but like don't ever yeah. like bang on the uh, bang on the glass or come up to the bench or try to like force themselves in the locker room. It's just wrong, and I, I, that's why I love so much about this commercial, where it really like uh, put a dagger in like the parents that are like that. And I think uh, I think a large part of being a kid playing sports is like slowly starting to understand that the better I play, the more I work, the harder I practice, the more time I get to play on the ice. You know, right. it's it's not like everybody should get their fair share when you're growing up and the kids are young and winning and losing doesn't really matter as much as like it matters to the coaches and the parents but mm-hmm. to the kids they're just out there to have fun they don't remember if they won that game when they were eight the, so all their friends are there it's mm-hmm. after school it's like on a Saturday when they want to be at their friends playing hockey that's that's all they care about yep for sure I get I can see at some levels like I, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like the high school parents are I don't know. Would they? Would you think they're as bad? I've can't. I've. Uh, it's. It can be bad at any level. It I can think. be bad. I've. I've walked into. Uh, I've walked into rinks um, that uh, my men's league was following a like high school game, and like some of the parents, man, are just like they're screaming at their kids. Like same same thing. And I'm like, I, I don't get how hockey's like become this. You're right that every sport does it. But hockey, I think, especially hockey parents, like, it, it's just, it's bad and out mm-hmm. of control. And it needs to be, like, it, someone needs to tell them to calm down. Yeah, yep, for sure. Uh, I, I get that it's, like, the competitive spirit, but I'm like, you, th- there's a there's a way to do this. There's a way to handle this, and what you're doing is not right. Uh, so, what should we do now? It's like, you know, uh... <laughs> You keep watching that game. Yeah, man, it's fucking interesting. Was it like twenty to one at it's, this point? It's a close game, dude. <laughs> Germany's on a power play right now. Anything oh, could happen. They could do it. Come back. How much time we got left? A minute and two seconds. Oh, okay. You can just shut it off now at this point. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got a uh, U.S. and Austria starting up at nine thirty. We'll, we'll probably throw that on maybe at the end of the episode. I mean, we might be done by then, but we'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. What do we got next? So, uh, we want to. Slickly get into the Western Division that we uh, we want to talk about. We got the Western Division tonight. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about the Northern Division. Uh, but there's some changes of what we're talking about the past few weeks. Uh, you want to talk about them? Yeah. So we've been calling uh, calling one of the, so we've been going by basically like what some fan made with Microsoft Paint. He did a really nice job with it, and the NHL like really I think respected it and did almost the same thing. So we have the East Division. The uh, Central Division is what they're calling, what we've been calling the Southern Division. Uh, They have the West and they have the North. So the one correction that's different from what we've been working with is that St. Louis is going to the West and Dallas is going to the Central. So Dallas is kind of playing with, like, Florida, Carolina. It's a little weird. So they're kind of getting porked in this. But Mm -hmm. someone had to out of those teams. And putting St. Louis in the other side, it kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah, right. Um, But that was really it. I mean, we've been bang on with everything, which has been nice. Uh, one thing we mentioned a couple episodes ago is Mackenzie Blackwood in the East has finally signed with the Devils. 
re-signed with the Devils. Uh, what are we looking at here? We got a... Um, Oh, he's up there. He's got $8.4 million contract. Over three years. Over three years for nice. the Devils. Love seeing him. I, I, I posted this on our Instagram. I don't know if we posted this on. Yes! Um, Germany, two goals. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> I posted this on my Instagram. I don't know if we posted this on our Twitter. Uh, but huge fan of Mackenzie Blackwood uh, uh, on the Instagram, which is what I handle. Is um, He's a John Elkins goalie. Uh, I used to go up to John Elkins' goalie school, too, in Toronto, and uh, was there for a few years, and I absolutely loved it. So uh, following these goalies who do the same thing, uh, I kind of feel like I'm in the same – oh, it's kind of cringe now. I'm thinking about, like, the same family, I guess. But yeah, like, yeah. you're, the like, same. maybe two or three degrees of separation away from making it to the show. But. Yeah, right? I got this. I got uh, Bruins. Maybe you should the... text them and be like, hey, I went to John Elkins, too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Bruins, look at this. I went to John Elkins back in, like, 2009, 2010. It could be the e-bug. Yeah, I got Just it. got to get a Zamboni job. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love seeing it. Great, great goalie. I think he is now the, uh, the starter for – He's the guy to go to now for New Jersey ever since. Uh, who do they have after Brodeur? Was it Mackenzie Blackwood? Yeah, Blackwood and um, they had Corey Schneider for a bit. Corey Schneider, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Schneider. And mm-hmm. then he was supposed to be the guy, and then he wasn't the guy. Yeah, yep. no, he, yeah. He was kind of the man up in uh, Vancouver when he was the number two to Luongo. Yep. I liked him there a lot. And I think, uh, um, yeah, I guess his time just passed. But we got Mackenzie <laughs> Blackwood, whose time is definitely not passed. Because he's a really good tendy. Uh, so love watching him. Uh, love seeing him get that contract that he's well deserved. Um, so, um, what should we do? Should we get started on the uh, Minnesota Wild here for the Western Division? Yeah, we got four goalies to look at in the Minnesota Wilds uh, organization. Uh, you want me to rattle off the contracts first? Uh, yeah, run them off. Or should I just say the names? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, NHL net. Uh, NH- a lot of these um, teams, uh, I've been getting, I've been going on their team websites, um, and especially this week, like they've been like adding goalies that like weren't on there before. So I don't know what the update problem is with these teams and the roster, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk. I think about they're them. trying to finalize and get their guys rostered for the season. Yeah, maybe. You know? So we got Capo Kakinen, uh, Cam Talbot. Uh, Alex Stalock, who we found out is now uh, out indefinitely with an upper body injury. Uh, not really info uh, from how he got it or when he got it, but he's out indefinitely. And then, um, so with Stalock out, the Wilds signed Andrew Hammond to a one-year, two-way contract with $700,000. Uh, Hammond was playing for the AHL for Rochester Americans, which is the Buffalo Sabres farm team last season. Uh, the Hamburg, so the Hamburglar is in with Capo and Cam Talbot. What yeah, we got, we got uh, Hammond. He's at 32 years old, like you said, one year, uh, $700,000 contract. He's a UFA at the end of the season. Um, I think he's going to be playing with Talbot, right? 33 years old, first year of a three-year contract, $3.6 million. And then you got Kakinen, or Kakinen, however you say it, 24 years old, first year of a two-year contract, 725000 and Stalock injured, second year of a three-year contract, 785000 So three cheap goalies. You're paying Cam Talbot the money. I think Talbot's your starter, Hammond's your backup, right? You think so? I think so. With Stalock injured and with Kakinen too young. Injured. Hammond used to be a stud. Hammond used to the Hamburglar from Ottawa. Yeah. I used to love him. I don't know, like again, like he was kind of in and out of um, the AHL. But uh, hopefully he gets his shine. I have him on a one-year contract, too, not a two-year. That's what I saw online. Not sure, though. Yeah, that's what I said. One-year, two-way contract. Oh, two-way. That's what I said. Yep. Uh, All right, so next on the to-do list here is uh, the Dallas Stars. Uh, No big change or add on their website. We got Big Ben Bishop, Antoine Hudobin, and Jake Ottinger from uh, BU. Um, Also, not... On their roster, but uh, on their website, uh, they also signed goaltender Landon Bow to a one-year two-way contract in late October. Uh, Landon Bow was with the Texas Stars, which is the Dallas Stars farm team, since 2016. Uh, he's not currently on the team's website, uh, but he did play two games with the Stars. Uh, what do we got? So we got Bishop, uh, fourth year of a six-year contract for $4.9 million. He's obviously your guy. Um, Anton Hudobin, 34 years old, first year of a three-year contract that he just signed, 
3.3 million, and Jake Ottinger, 22 years old, second year of a three-year contract, and 925,000 for him. That's not bad. Coming straight from uh, college, Jake Ottinger. Yeah, I, I love the um, the punch that they have too with uh, Bishop and Hudobin. Like you, you can't go wrong with Hudobin bringing them all the way to the Cup Finals. You know, Hudobin. I, I think he found a spot with uh, with uh, the Stars. He was good in Boston. I mean, but he was the goalie that was kind of like going all around trying to find his place, and I think he found a spot with I uh, think Dallas, Dallas is very similar to Boston in a lot of ways. I think they're like a step behind us, but they play a very similar game, Yeah, and I think that's why he jives so well there. That's probably it. Uh, so many highlights from him the past two seasons yeah. with Dallas. And the other thing to consider here, these guys aren't in the West. They're going to be in the Central Division. So we, we're going over them today because we went over St. Louis last week. Okay. But they'll, they'll be playing, like I said, with the Florida teams and right. over that way. Right. Uh, moving on to the Colorado Avalanche, you got Pavel, Pavel Francouz. Francou, I would Franco, Francos, uh, Philip Grubauer, and Hunter Miska. Um, Hunter Misko was signed to Colorado in February as a free agent. He played one game in the NHL for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, he's known for his open palm save for a San Antonio rampage when playing for the Colorado Eagles in AHL. I didn't even know that was him. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that, that was around GGSU for a bit mm-hmm. there. And, uh, that was him. So he's been around for a bit. Uh, glad to see him. I got, uh, his new mask for the Colorado Avalanche up. Uh, looking nice, looking tight. Things awesome. I, lo- I love the C logo that he has on the side of his helmet. Right, it it's looks sharp. It looks very sharp. Um, we're still trying to figure out what KM is on his back. Yeah, I'm sure it must be a loved one. Yeah, it's got to be because he's also got a was it Olaf from uh, Olaf and Oh, uh, maybe it's his daughter where it's a frozen thing. That'd be cool. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Oh, I didn't even right? think about that because it's like not like. I don't know. You know, it's not like uh, someone that passed away. I wouldn't think. Oh yeah, that makes that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Um. Anyway, what do we got for uh, what do we got for these beauties? Uh, Pavel Franku, thirty years old, first year of a two-year contract for two million dollars a year. Philip Grubauer, twenty-nine years old, third year of a three-year contract for three point three million, uh, unrestricted at the end of the season. And Hunter Miska, first year of a two-year contract, seven hundred twenty-five thousand, twenty-five years old. Seven hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah. For Hunter Miska. Yeah, pretty oh, cheap. Nice, good man. Cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap, cheap. Uh, let's see. So, moving on, we got the Arizona Coyotes with Aiden Hill, Darcy Kemper, and Auntie Ranta. Yeah, I say Auntie Ranta. Auntie Ranta. Three great goalies, by the way. I don't know much about Hill, but yeah, Kemper and Ranta are turning that uh, club around. Oh yeah, for sure. I loved, I loved, I loved Darcy in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Aiden Hill, twenty-four years old, one-year contract for eight hundred thousand, restricted end of the season. Darcy Kemper, thirty years old. First year of a two-year contract for four point five million, and Antti Ranta, thirty-one years old, last year of a three-year contract, four point two five million. Then he's unrestricted. Wow. Maybe they uh, move him mid-season. You think they let him walk? Uh, what do you think? You never know. Uh, depends on, I guess, how he plays. Yeah. Antti Ranta. I feel like you've heard you've heard his name a lot. So I don't know. I think it might be a thing where they try to figure out out of this three who to pick. So. You know, I don't think after going through most of these teams, a lot of teams are looking for a backup. No. You know, they're no. they're mostly looking for that stud, and I think they just need to develop them. And you know? like what we were talking about the past few weeks was just like they want that one A, one B. A lot a lot of older goalies in the league now too. I'm noticing like. These guys are sticking around longer and keeping their spots, keeping their jobs, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we got one that we're going to talk about who's 40 years old that came back from retirement. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about him in a bit. Uh, so let's move on to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, four goalies here. We got Oscar Dansk, Marc-Andre Fleury, Robin Leonard, and a kid called Logan Thompson, who I had to Google like crazy to figure out who the hell this kid is. Uh, so Logan Thompson... Was signed to a two-year entry-level contract. He's 23 years old, 6'3", and a right-handed goalie. While we're there, he's making 800000 this year. Insane. For just an undrafted play, uh, mm-hmm. goalie. Uh, Logan played for the South Carolina Stingrays for the ECHL last season, playing 32 games with a 2.25 GA and a .929 save percentage. Pretty good. That's a lot of starts for the East, too. Yeah. And uh, those are good numbers. So. Looking good. Uh, so who do we got for these? You probably don't have anything for Logan. Oh, do you have Logan Thompson? Yeah, I got him. Twenty-three okay. years old, first year of two-year contract for eight hundred thousand. Oh, that's right. We just talked about Oscar that. Donsk, twenty-six years old, one-year contract is up this season, seven hundred thousand dollars, unrestricted. 
Mark Andre Fleury, 36 years old, second year of a three-year contract, seven million, and Robin Leonard, 29 years old, first year of a five-year contract for five million. So he re-signed at the end of this season, and uh, he's sticking around. That's awesome. Uh, That Mark Andre Fleury Robin Leonard uh, combo is going to be lethal. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, Vegas is already lethal. So you have these two one A. 1B. No, what am I trying to say? 1A, 2... No, yeah, 1A, 1B. 1A, 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 1B. Why do so much trouble Why do I that? keep messing that up? But, yeah, like, again, like, two, like, number one goalies on their team. For Vegas sure. is going to be uh, an absolute uh, beast this uh, next coming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for Anaheim Ducks, uh, we got some additions, I guess, to their roster on, on their uh, site. It was originally just John Gibson. But you now you have Anthony Stolas and the 40 year old goalie that I was talking about that came out of retirement, uh, Ryan Miller. Nine month retirement, you said, right? Nine month retirement. Ridiculous. And then he came back. He's like, I've had it. Um, <laughs> he was like, dude, nine months ago was like right when COVID hit. Yeah. He's like, I'm retiring. And then he's, he's like, well, this isn't going away. I guess I'm coming back. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a tweet that I read. Uh, we'll put it down uh, for you guys to see. It's something about him saying, he's like, uh, nine months of retirement, and I couldn't do it. Thanks, COVID, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so he signed. That's funny. But uh, He's like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. He's like super retired. <laughs> like, when you're retired, you struggle to find things to do. But, like, with COVID, there's, like, nothing, nothing to, to do. do. And now he has all this money, too. So it's like, like, he just has nowhere to go with it. He's like, what do I invest in? What do I do? Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, so Anaheim re-signed Miller to a one-year contract, uh, which took Miller out of his nine-month retirement. Miller is a 40-year-old and is the all-time leader amongst U.S.-born goalies with 387 wins and ranks second in shutouts with 44 and games played with 780. Uh, for Anthony Stolarz, has been in and out of the AHL, playing with the Flyers, then Edmonton, and now with the Ducks. Uh, Stolarz, I like Stolarz when he was uh, playing for Philly, and I can't remember what year it was. It was maybe four or five years ago. Do you remember him at all? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yep. So hopefully he uh, still plays the same for Anaheim because uh, Ryan Miller is just going to get that one year. Uh, Anthony Stolarz has more years in the tank compared to Ryan Miller. So we'll yeah, see Stolarz goes. is probably pissed. He's like, this guy. This guy. So Gibson's 27. He has an eight-year contract. He's on his second year. $6.4 million. He's making good money for falling off the – radar for a bit he was like stellar back in the day and now he's kind of just eh. yeah um ryan miller coming out of retirement 40 years old one year one million dollars unrestricted under this season basically just bumping stolars down like hey i actually want to come play yeah, yeah. and stolars is 26 second year of a two-year contract seven hundred fifty thousand, and he's unrestricted at the end of this season as well so mm-hmm. we'll see maybe he's gonna be pissed that miller's coming back and walks on the uh ducks at the end of the season you know i don't know we'll see uh, I was just showing you this post that he had on uh, his Instagram here, his new Vaughns for uh, the Anaheim Ducks. I love them. The new Vaughn, I wouldn't say new, but Gross. like uh, the uh, old style Vaughn Visions. The uh, I keep it's Vaughn Visions, but I keep wanting to call it the uh, the Avalanche look, but it's not. But you don't like them. I no, love them. No, not for me. I mean, flat face. He did the orange and the. Like Black, tan, white. you see the tan at the top. You yeah. did both colors for the ducks. Ugh. But put a ducks jersey on that. Yeah, I think it's gonna look sick when it's all said and done. I don't like them that much. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just. Ugh. It is what it is. Uh, moving on, we got the L. A. Kings. Uh, I, th- I think this is the nope second to last team. So we got Jonathan Quick, Calvin Pedersen, Troy Grosnick, and Matt Volalta. Uh, so two new guys on here. Troy Grosnick was signed to a free agent, signed as a free agent in October. He played two games with the San Jose Sharks. He was one and one with a 1.52 GAA and a .948 save percentage. Uh, and then I started talking about uh, how they play, what they remind me of, uh, just to get an idea of who they are. Because you gotta, I mean, you gotta YouTube and Google these guys for people who don't know who they are. From the highlights that I've seen with Troy Grosnick. Uh, his style really reminds me of a mix of Nabokov and Alex Stalock. And uh, Matt Volalta is pretty much almost the same deal here. He's uh, watching him. Uh, what I say? He, he's got, like, the same style as, like, oh, Jack Campbell and Cal Pedersen. And uh, I think I think L.A. Kings, uh, they're just looking for that kind of style goalie. <clears throat> there's there's, there's going to be no one else like Jonathan Quick. But, like, you got – 
what is like Jack Campbell style, the Cal Patterson style, where they're nice and tight. They'll they'll pad stack. They'll they'll kind of be not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just um, uh, very like non traditional type of like yeah, goaltender right, that right. get the job done. Uh, so that's what I saw, and I love seeing it. I'm a big Nabokov, Stelok, kind of that kind of style um, goalie. I love watching it. So, uh, with that said, what do we got for Quickie? Uh, Quickie, 34 years old, eight years. Uh, sorry, the eighth year of a 10-year contract, 5.8 million. Uh, we got. I don't even know who's going to be backing up this season. I, <laughs> they got three guys that I've just never heard of. So. I think Pedersen is going to be the backup. Pedersen's been with the Kings for the past two years or so now. Okay. Yep. So you got uh, Groznik. He's 31, one-year contract, 700000 unrestricted end of this season. So it's not that guy, obviously, not making good money. Yeah. I mean, none of these guys are really making good money, and I no. think the Kings are ready to take these guys and develop them and save some money for the next few years while they're bottom of the barrel in the league. Maybe. Uh, Cal Peterson, 26, uh, second year of a three-year contract, 850000 And Matt Vallalta, 21, second year of a three-year contract, 750000 Interesting. Matt, uh, also to add to that, Matt has yet to play an NHL game. Uh, last year he played for the Ontario Reign in the AHL where he played 22 games with a 3.27 GAA before being sent down to the ECHL. Uh, Fort Wayne's comments for the remainder of the season. Damn, uh, don't know if Dusted. that. Yeah, right. It, being sent down kind of hurts. Sent but. down twice, dude. From the from the A to the E C. <laughs> we signed the A. Like, oh no. Oh See boy. Ya. There we go. Uh, last on the list here is the San Jose Sharks. You got just Devin Dubnik and Martin Jones. How are they looking? Uh, not good. Obviously, bottom of the barrel here too. Devin yeah. Dubnik, thirty-four. Last year of a six-year contract. Four point three million. Then he's unrestricted. And Martin Jones, thirty years old, third year of a six-year contract, five point seven five million. So, one thing that I want to say about all this is uh, these guys out in Cali are getting paid. Um, they're doing these lengthy, long contracts, and they're signing them when they're good. Yep. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a lot of this in the NHL anymore. I think it's very easy for teams to move on from goalies quickly. Like right. we're not we're not going to sign another goalie to a ten-year contract like we did quick. Yeah. He's he's become so injury-prone, I think, and his game has slouched because of that yeah. um, and then look at Gibson he, his name kind of fell off he did sign that two years ago but I haven't really heard much about him Dubnik was really good on the wild so when they got him I think they picked up his contract right I think Minnesota signed him to that and I then traded so, yeah. that contract yeah. over to San Jose and then Martin Jones same thing like they're just they're locking these guys up for far too long I think a goalie contract should be three or four years at most and I'm shocked they didn't like pick the pick on that it's it's killing me because as you were talking, I'm trying to remember the goalie. Who's the goalie that kept getting injured as a right-handed goalie for um, New York Islanders? There, um, uh, DiPietro. DiPietro. He's man. also still getting paid by them, I He's think. Right? Still getting paid with that massive contract. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I think uh, I think his contract just ended like last year or something like that. But like he just he kept getting paid, and he's he been out of the league for a long just, time. Like, now. Kept getting hurt, and I'm like, I'm shocked. Teams haven't looked at that as like, yeah, I should probably like not sign goals right. for. But he like I, I put him in the same thing as Gibson. He was a stud when he was at his prime, and mm. that's what got him paid. But these two goalies, I I, I love Devin Dubnik. He was great on uh, on the Minnesota Wild. Uh, but the the team website when I was looking up, especially Martin Jones, had nothing good to say about Martin Jones. He just like a rough last season. I mean, the NHL Network covers him too, and they like. There's nothing good to say. It was terrible last terrible. year. After they signed Carlson too, like, you know what I mean? They they have the the core, and yeah, it's just like they they, they were on the, the cusp. They picked up the star player and just collapsed. Right. It's so weird. Uh, this is off the website for uh, San Jose Shocks. It says Martin Jones had a .896 save percentage last season, ranking him 43rd out of 45 um, in the rankings for the goalies that played 30 games or more. He had a .891 even strength save percentage that made him the worst in the league. And then to add to that for Devin Dubnik, uh, last season Devin Dubnik played 30 games with a 12-15-2 record with a GAA of 3.35 and a save percentage of .890. And, like, i got to say, what are the shocks thinking with this move? I mean, they, they picked up that contract. I think that they're going to re-sign Dubnik to something that's far more reasonable. They'll probably offer him a two-year Two and a half million. See if he takes it, and then let him walk. I guess. And like he, this is another one of those guys that I don't think he's a starter. I think he's a backup. No. He's a very good backup. You know, Martin Jones. 
Martin Jones. Uh, are, halfway ta- are you talking about Devin Dubnik? I was talking about Dubnik there because oh, okay. he's on the end. Jones okay. is there for another three years. Yeah. So, I mean. So I, this is what I was going to talk about, too. I'm like, Martin Jones has been with the Sharks for a little bit now. So, are you going to see, I was going to say, are you going to see Devin Dubnik just, like, come in and just take that starting spot and leave Martin Jones as the backup? But Well, he's been there already, right, Dubnik? Yeah. So, no, no, no. Martin Jones has been there. Devin Dubnik hasn't Dubnik, played yet. Devin Dubnik hasn't played as a Shark yet. Okay. Who, who was the other goalie in San Jose last year? Uh, I thought Dubnik had played for them already. No, Dubnik did not play for them already. Uh, Dubnik was playing for uh, Minnesota Wild. So you had Martin Jones and Alex Stalock was the other shots oh, yep, yep. that left. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I, again, there's no – I don't have high hopes for either of them based on like, the performance that they had. A lot the of these season. teams in general don't have high hopes for out west. It's, it's Vegas, it's Colorado, and – I mean, Dallas is there, and then Arizona's close, but everything else is just kind of meh. there's a big drop off, don't you think, in these teams? Yeah, uh, for sure. So the West Division is uh, looks like someone's running away with it, you know. Uh, like anything, it's just it's a wait and see. This season too is a great test season for everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I think the NHL is testing is that new offsides rule. Yeah, that's you know, right. The new offsides um, rule. So basically, the player's skate doesn't have to be in contact with the ice. Nope. So their leg can be fully extended off the ice, and as long as it's over that blue line, when the puck crosses fully over, they're on sides. So I, they're not touching the ice. I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. I'm like, uh, depending on the play and depending on, especially at this level, these guys are going to be practicing it. They're going to get really good at they're it. They're going to time that stride. They're going to time that stride, exactly. And you're going to see breakout plays be fast as shit. Yeah. And you're going to see, like, there's so many times where, like, you'll see, you'll see like, uh, you'll see some guys, like, stopping at the blue line because, like, the skate's not on the blue and some guys having a rough time. But if they time that stride right, man, you're going to get the, you're going to start seeing these three-on-ones, these two-on-ones. And so the- another thing that I think about this is this is going to be very helpful for replay analysis, video reviews, but it's going to be very difficult for the linesmen and the refs that aren't at that right angle to see exactly where that skate lines up. So if they blow that whistle dead and the dude's onside because of the new rule, like, I don't know. But like I said, this season, 56 games, it's a good season to test things out, especially the new rule, the new divisions, Mm -hmm. and, you know, these goalies. Just test them out and let the the new guys come in and see how they do. Right, right. Uh, How do you think this would – how do you think the NHL would be if they got rid of the, um, the trapezoid? They went back to no trapezoid. But well, goalie, what why did they get flourish? rid of it? Why did they add it, I mean? Brodeur. Because he was just playing it like a madman? I think it was Brodeur or... Uh, I, I honestly do think it's Brodeur. I'll have to double check. But I can almost guarantee it was Brodeur because Brodeur was a puck-handling genius. Oh, no, he missed two. Um, the Russia-USA game, right? Wasn't someone giving the Sean Avery to the... Yeah, the, the, that's the right. Russian goalie was giving um, it to one of the USA players, blocking uh, his well, view with his glove. What's his name? Askarov. Uh, Askarov, I got again. He was just just a fun fucking goalie to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it happened multiple times where like uh, they, uh, one of the Russians would come back to the back of the net, and the first time I saw it was like literally just a few minutes into the first. Yeah, and, uh, I saw that clip too. I can't remember who the player was for the Team USA. But he was doing his thing where he was just kind of, you know, how pressuring, do, yeah. like pressuring the goalie, pressuring him. And he must have been talking to him, like talking shit. And like, they probably don't speak the same language. But yeah, but <laughs> probably in Russian talking shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like, it was kind of funny to see how like he was getting in his face, like uh, he was trying to see the puck and like he was getting like his Putting the glove, glove there, yeah, like, yeah. in his face, just Restricting like. Restricting the view. So it's just so fun to watch him play. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's even better to know how good of a goalie he is. Uh, but I, I can't wait to watch more of him. But going back to the Brodeur trapezoid, the reason we brought it up is because the IAHF uh, Does World Juniors doesn't have – there's a trapezoid behind the net, for those of you who don't know. The NHL goalies can't play the puck in the corners of the rink. And in the IAHF, the goalies can go anywhere they want to play the puck. And we're seeing it a lot in we're the play. We're seeing it a lot. And we're seeing goalies who aren't used to it, aren't used to playing the puck. Getting, have to learn. Get Having mm-hmm. to learn. And – like, again, as I just talked about Spencer Knight, he's having to learn on the go, and it's not looking good because you saw him coming over to the boards on the side boards trying to play the puck out, and which cost him uh, the goal and cost yeah, him the spot. Yeah, right to him. Um, but wait, why did uh, why did they add the trapezoid? Like, what did Brodeur do? He was just dusting everyone. He was he was able to just come out and do whatever the hell he wants, and like the passing that he had, he's 
the passing that he had, like the power he mm. had with getting the puck out. I think the um, uh, keep talking. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look it up. It's um, um, I, I literally think. Sorry, I literally think it is called the Bro Door Rule. Um, whoops. I bet the Sean Avery Rule is going to pop up when you do this. Yeah. Oh, perhaps the two most skilled puck handlers. All right. The rule singled out goalies like Martin Brodeur and Marty Turco, who are perhaps the two most skilled puck handlers. The rule was even dubbed the Martin Brodeur rule because of the goalie who it affected the most. At the time, nobody was really sure if the rule would actually create more offense or not. Oh, so that the goalie's already home. If the puck gets dumped in, the goalie can't go to those corners and get beat the uh, incoming players to that puck. So okay, yeah, now good. they're letting the offensive attackers get that puck. And they can fire a pass out front. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, they called it the bro. It might be different. Yeah, now, they got the Brodeur rule and the Sean Avery rule. That's funny. That's all good. That's all. That's how amazing Brodeur was. Yeah, he sure was, man. Uh, I was actually just thinking about him. His son's uh, his son's in the league too. Jeremy Brodeur. Yeah, I think yep. so. Excellent, excellent. Um, so. Uh, we're actually all done with what we want to talk about. We got yeah, a few nice games and short. We got... up. This is nice and short, but we could just, uh, I mean, we're only 50 minutes into this, so we can keep talking. Um, uh, so we had the Sweden versus Czech Republic today. Uh, Sweden won 7-1. Uh, the Czech goalie was uh, Nick Malik. And yeah, the final Swedish one goalie... that uh, we went over that already. I already talked a little bit. Oh, we, we already yeah. talked about we, this um... one. The final on that Canada one, Canada Germany was sixteen to two, ridiculous. And that, and then uh, U.S. and Austria insane. starting up in about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. So me and Matt were talking. I think we're getting Chinese food tonight too. Ooh, Chinese, I, I love Chinese baby. food. It's like one of my favorites to eat. But Mary Kate's super allergic to like shellfish and stuff, so uh, I never get to eat it. You, uh, one of our friends on Discord, we've been uh, playing games on a uh, PC. One of our friends were just like, "Yeah, I want to get Chinese tonight for Christmas Eve," and I'm like, "Worst night of the year to do it." Worst night of the year to do it. <laughs> Two hour wait. You get in it. It's cold. Just no. Bad idea. Just no. No. What What's your favorite thing to get at a Chinese restaurant? Chinese food. What do you get? Like, what's your not like? What do you get? What's your favorite one thing? It depends on like how they do it, but I guess mm, there's a few things. It depends on how they do it. Like the chicken fingers, the chicken wings. Trash, trash. And uh, crab rangoons. Crab rangoons. That's the answer. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> if the crab rangoons go, the rest of the place is good. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, Cathay Pacific up there in Quincy. The, I, like their chicken wings. I, I'm trying to find like good chicken wings. And like it's just They're not, so dude. They're terrible. Greasy. They're yeah. gross. It's like disgusting. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't order that. Uh, but now you got me in the mood for, uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. for Chinese food tonight. We're going to rip that shot. I'm gonna rip that shot. Let me grab that. We're we really calling this an early night, man. We could keep talking. It's like no. 53 minutes long. No, I'm done. You done? That's all we got. Wow, he's calling it quits already. That's insane. We well, ran over on like three different episodes. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Let's give the viewers a little break this week. A little break. A little break. So an easy podcast for everyone. Holiday season. Uh, you're all probably uh, still drinking, so you don't want to hear more of us. Um, and I mean, in reality, they got all that hockey to watch on the on the World Juniors. Right, so. World Juniors is on. What the fuck are you doing watching us? Well, after you watch that, then watch us. Mm-hmm. Right, you get in depth analysis. You don't know who wins because we don't we didn't cover that. We We're didn't not cover going to. that at all. Yeah, not at all. So it's just you. It's just us. Uh, this ugh. is a <laughs> Captain Morgan Loco Nut. It's gonna taste like Malibu. It's I gonna think. taste fucking Probably. terrible. Oh, fuck Why do you smell fuck. everything? You're so bad with shots. So uh, cheers, Drink it. everyone. Merry Christmas. It's like a thicker Malibu. That was no bueno. Actually, actually, that was good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like the hit was like bad, and then like after that, I was like, okay, I got this. You're getting better. You're you're learning how to drink liquor. Well, you gave me the first fucking night we did this. No, you picked the Smirnoff root beer. No, 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 that wasn't the that wasn't the root beer. The first night. That you gave it was the moonshine that you keep oh, giving yeah, me shit about, and of course I'm fucking having oh. a rough time because of the moonshine. Are you on Snapchat? Uh, not really. Why? I gotta get something. I gotta show you something. I'll be right back. You gotta entertain people for a minute. You got something for Snapchat for us? Uh, no, I sent you a Snapchat. You must never have opened it. No, I never opened it. All right, I got something for you. Hold on. All right, got something for everyone. Entertain people. Yeah, they'll like this. We'll watch. Uh, okay, go ahead. You you want me to help you come up with something to talk about? Nope. You good? You good? Okay. Skedaddle. You got this. I'm gonna pee too. All right. 
Here we go again. It's just me. Uh, I hope you guys are watching uh, the World Juniors. If not, I hope you're getting the information from us. Uh, I'm really trying to get this thing going. Uh, I do want to apologize for the both of us for the last episode. Not the last episode, but episode before. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but uh, we do do some drinky poos on the uh, on the podcast here. Just to get us warmed up and to get us like talkative and everything. But... Um, I think I had a little too much Jameson, a lot of F-bombs, and I think I heard a lot of people commenting and talking to Chris about, hey, man, like, going to really calm it down with that. I know we sent a, f- set a few today, but, like, uh, I, as a podcast, especially two goalie podcasts, like, two, you know, two guys drinking, I, I feel like it's allowed to skip through. The last episode, we did a lot of beeps, uh, just a few beeps, just to put it in there. But uh, we do apologize uh, for anyone watching that. Uh, we did go a little too far. Um, we did go a little too far with uh, the f bombs there, so we we're gonna just calm it down for everyone. Uh, so we appreciate everyone watching. Uh, I've been really trying to get this thing going on Instagram. Uh, I think the biggest problem with me is that I deleted social media like a while ago, and the fact that I'm doing this, I'm realizing more and more is like, oh god, I shouldn't have deleted my Facebook. Uh, I never had a Twitter. Uh, I've only been using Instagram. So the Post to Post podcast Instagram is uh, – that's all me. I've been posting on there. Uh, here comes the man now. Um, so thank you all for watching. Thank you all for subscribing and supporting us. Yeah, uh, do it more. Do it more. You know, if you want to – if you want to – oh, no. Oh, you oh, have? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I shouldn't have put it on the table. We just did a shot. Yeah. This is for us to split to drink. Yes. So this is uh, pure urine. This is my pee that I've been saving. Yep. No, this is uh, apple moonshine. I think we talked about it on the show. We talked about this on the show like last episode, two episodes ago. After that, uh, uh, her, his wife, now wife. Uh, no, I used to work with her. Is a guy that uh, she sees that she worked with that makes her his own moonshine. Yeah, she used to be at a different store. Now she's at this other store. So the customer that was giving it to her every year for Christmas isn't at the store. So. The other day, she brings us home, and I'm like, no way. Me and Matt were just talking about this. It's like apple pie moonshine. It's delicious. It is homemade. Amazing. It's moonshine. So uh, a little backstory of why we think it's – why we know it's incredible is a few years ago – oops, sorry. A few – I had it been like two or three years ago. On Christmas, yeah, Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, they had a party at their old place. And uh, so we're all hanging out. We're all hammered, and uh, Mary-Kate – was talking to us about this moonshine, but I think she said not to touch it, but we're too drunk, so we, like, went downstairs to the kitchen. So I showed you the size of this before he goes on. She gets, like, when the customer would bring it, it was, like, this big, like, a gallon of it. We got two of these, and she said, I can have one because the other one she wants to keep for herself. So me and Matt are going to split this tonight. We're going to split that tonight. That's going to be incredible. Uh, that tastes like absolutely nothing, by the it's way. It's so good. We're hammered. And they had, like, the big jar, like what he was saying. And so he grabbed, like, a thing like this and poured it, like, at least halfway. And like, It's like apple cider. It man. doesn't taste like – yeah, it tastes like apple cider, like apple juice. And I crushed the entire thing, like, just in one gulp and didn't feel anything. And I think we went back upstairs, and 10 minutes later, we're all just, like, legless. hammered. Oh, just Kyle, legless. oh, I'm going to put it up. Kyle sent a wicked funny photo of me. I was all dressed up. I think it's the same night. I'm, like, zonked out on the bed with my arm like this, and there's just Uno cards all over me. Yeah. It's the same I, night, right? I, I did that to you. We're all hammered. You were passed out, and I grabbed – there's a bunch of Uno cards, and I was like – I don't like, remember it. I got the picture the next yeah, day, though. I know, so I know funny. you don't remember it because you were knocked out. I don't know how the fuck I was still alive. Uh but, I'm so happy I remembered that we had this. Oh, it's awesome. That's gonna be this is gonna be a great night, everyone. Yep. This is gonna be my Merry Christmas. Um, oh, I'm happy now. There we go. There we go. So, uh, with that all said, uh, I guess we apologize if it's a short podcast, but nah, it's, it's just it's about the same. It's just what it is, and we'll have something for you guys uh, next week uh, with the World Juniors. We're gonna also talk about the Northern Division with the, all the Canadian teams. Um, we're not talking World Juniors next week for the third time. Next week we're doing the North Division and we'll find some other stuff. We'll find some other stuff. Yeah, we can't talk. We can't talk about. It, we'll record Saturday and it'll be all all be over by the time we release on Tuesday. So we're not talking it. Okay, maybe Mix something that. quick. No, nothing. Nothing quick. No, because we won't know who's won because it'll be Saturday. Right. And by the time we release, everyone will know who's won. Okay. You know, I don't know. It's just 
It's just bad timing. It's just we can talk about it the following week, is what I think. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll discuss that. Uh, but everyone uh, listening, watching, oh, I keep forgetting. We got to put this on like Spotify and like. Some yep. Other this places. is the week. Uh, I think we're gonna start diving in and figuring out uh, Spotify and Apple Music and getting our podcast out there. We gotta we gotta find something because. Uh, uh, like again, I, I do appreciate everyone on YouTube watching us. Uh, a lot of the podcasts that I do watch slash listen to is all on YouTube. So uh, hearing that a lot of people go on Spotify, I don't listen to any podcasts on YouTube. It's yeah. all Spotify. So for when me. you said that, I was like, oh, that's weird because all the podcasts I like again, that's all on YouTube. So we gotta spread out more and go on Spotify. Mm-hmm. What was the other one that uh, Apple Music. Apple Music. So we got to get this audio and put it on there and uh, get people going. But I uh, appreciate everyone listening slash watching us. Um, you guys have been great. Uh, keep the followers, subscriptions going. Um, if you know anyone that wants to listen to two drunk goalies tell just everyone. talk shit, you know. Tell yeah. everyone about us. Tell everyone. It, like, everyone. Like if you're at church and it's just like really quiet, you know the, the peace be with you. you. Yeah, don't say that. Say don't post say to that. post. Post post podcast. Post there to post go. podcast. Subscribe, like and subscribe. Post post. <laughs> when you go to the, when you go to the when you go to the that priest when the, for the Eucharist or whatever, and it says Amen, don't say don't say Amen. Just do post post podcast. It's like a subscribe. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> just like just take it and just run. Yeah. Other than that, uh, again, uh, thank you guys. I uh, hope you have a wonderful. Had a wonderful Christmas. Gonna happy have, New Year. Let's get us New out of Year. 2020. Let's get us the hell out of 2020. Let's get back into the NHL. Let's get get the hell, get us out of the masks and get back to, like, normal routine. Uh, I still say once everything's back to normal, like, NHL is back up, this podcast is, like, uh, we're going to be talking for, like, an hour and a half, two yeah, hours. For sure. Oh, shit, what's going on? But uh, thank you guys again for, like, the what, the fucking fifth time. But, uh, yeah, we got uh, we got some moonshine, a kill, and some Chinese food. So Can't uh, have a good day. Have a good night, guys, whatever you're listening to. Uh, peace out. Rangoons for everyone. <laughs>